welcome to another episode, a special episode of the Koshcast on underthekoshblog.com. My name is Alex, Mohanad is with me. Hi everyone. And today we have a very special guest, Kevin Clayden. Uh, Kevin is an actor and a writer um, who has a prominent role in the CBC's new soccer-based drama, 21 Thunder. Kevin, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys, anytime. And uh, we, should, we should declare an interest here. We, we know yeah. each other. Yes. Do people, do people know how we met? No, no. I don't do people know. understand? Because the story is too please, funny. Please, go, go ahead. So, um, so we went to university together. <laughs> we went to U of T, and we had an undergrad class. We had an undergrad class uh, in first year, and like, uh, what was it? Statecraft and Strategy, right? Statecraft and Strategy, yeah. which essentially was like all the wars in Europe from like... The beginning of time. 1000 <laughs> yeah, to... Yeah, 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 there's yeah. a lot of them to cover. Yeah, yeah. it was dense. Yeah, yeah. and... Yeah. Um, yeah, we did like 300 years of class. It was crazy. Um, and, uh, and and sort of, so you're, you're in these big classes of like 300 people and then they break up into tutorials, obviously, and it's like smaller classes. And so you have scheduled tutorials that you're in like every week in a particular room. And this is probably the first or second week of school period for me, like of, of uni. And like, um, and Phil and I, like Phil's one of my best buddies, Alex knows Phil. Right. Uh, he's just as stupid as I am, and we sort of um, wander into this tutorial, and we sit down, we find the room, we sit down, and um, Alex is there, and we are kind of just waiting forever. This is and amazing. I don't remember this. You don't so remember I'm, this? I'm, I'm fascinated. You don't remember this? No, the first time, we, the only reason why we know each other is because we went into the same tutorial, and me, you, and Phil started like shooting shit, right? Right. And uh, I don't know, maybe we were talking about the West Wing or something like that, whatever. Um, and... Uh, and we're just shooting the shit, and then we look, and we're like, we're like, why is nobody in this room? Do you remember the? Why is nobody in this class? It doesn't make any sense. We're like ten minutes into this, and of course, Phil pulls out his binder and opens it up and looks, and our tutorial doesn't start until next week. And oh, so it was like, it was like the three biggest idiots in the class just right. got to know each other like right there, and Fantastic. It, yeah, and it just went downhill right from there. So just just keeners, just yeah, 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 yeah. Even started. That's just a generous way of putting it. Three but. idiots who don't know how to um, read a schedule. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. it's Perfect. okay. I mean, I've missed exams in first year. Like <laughs> yeah. this, this yeah. is this is good. Yeah, well, there you go. I wish it was just tutorials. Yeah, Perfect. That's um, when I was. Like this guy's, this guy's on our level. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's on our level. Worse. Yeah. yeah, that's wicked. And here we are, man. <laughs> oh, I'm, glad, I'm glad you remember that. Oh, I yeah, yeah. That's great. Um, so, in case people are confused up to this point, haven't heard of the show, mm-hmm. tell us what Thunder Twenty One is. Tell us your character um, and where people can see this. So, um, it's uh, premiering on Monday night, um, which is July thirty first at nine pm. And it's uh, in the eight-episode series, um, and it's about um, essentially um, a under twenty-one academy team. Um, it's uh, it's a story of uh, so- young soccer players um, that are playing for an elite academy team, and they're all kind of trying to make the pros, right? And um, uh, and uh, so the the team is uh, based in Montreal, along with the first team, right? The Montreal Thunder, and. Um, and and yeah and and so it's it it uh, it sort of follows the story of these uh, athletes trying to make it to the pros um, and at the same time they're sort of dealing with um, the, the the off the field drama of their lives right and there's it gets really dramatic there's lots of yes. uh, uh, well you guys know there's lots of drugs and sex and violence and um, uh, and uh, and as much if not more probably happens off field than on field but it's, it's great because it's a story of, of sort of um, young people trying sort of growing up in this really competitive environment mm-hmm. right. and the drama that comes with that um, and uh, and the, the sort of the plot just keeps going and going and going and, mm-hmm. and sort of many of the plot lines you sort of you keep they keep you keep going down the rabbit hole and it just it, you know it's it's and and the interesting thing too is is they have the the writers have done a really great job of um, trying to stay uh, true to um, the sport and to what the process is of actually becoming a professional athlete, how demanding it is. Um, but at the same time, you know, like all good writing, you know, you have to to, to weave in sort of universal themes, and universal right. storylines, and things that 
people who necessarily aren't into soccer care about, right? Like Love and Sex and Drugs. Right. And so, so we've we've had the pleasure of seeing the first two episodes, and and you're right. Um, even though even though some things, are, well, a lot of things happen off field. There's all that social, you know, drama that goes on. It, it, it always kind of ties back on how it affects that certain character, which is usually a player on the field. Right. So something will happen, and then there's a game coming up, or something. You know what I mean? Like it always ties in still to how. There's an effect on his professional career, I guess. And also, the one thing to remember when, when, when everyone's watching this is that it is an under-21 academy. As in, these players are 19, 20, 21. The, it's, it's easy to sometimes, when I was watching it, to think, well, why would he do that? That's quite irresponsible. But you got to think, you're not... It's a he, kid. He's not a pro yet. Like He's still a kid, and he's still making the, those life decisions that will determine whether he will make it or not, right? And, and that's one of the important things to remember, right, is... is um, you know, we watch professional athletes now. Star professional athletes in pretty much every sport, uh, certainly the big four here. Um, you know, you're like at the you're getting paid a lot of money and are operating at an elite level when you're like 21 years old. Yes. So, um, you know, there are people that are carrying storied franchises on their backs yep. um, that. Uh, have been able to drink for like a year and still, you know, yeah. don't know like anything about life and have never been in love and don't. So, so, uh, it's easy to forget. And one of the things this show does very well is it's easy for, to forget that these people, these young people are, are extremely accomplished on the field in their craft as athletes. Um, but all other aspects of life, they're not, and they're yeah. kind of trying to figure that out while dealing with the pressure, the pressures of becoming a professional athlete. And, um, and, and in that competitive environment. And then, you know, what they've also done is they've, they've um, uh, I, I shouldn't, this show is, is not by any means just about the soccer players, no. you know. Um, uh, you know, Stephanie Bennett plays uh, Christy Cook, who is um, a coach who's a former, uh, she's a, a former Canadian Olympian. Right. She's an amazing soccer player herself, and she's sort of moving into coaching. Uh, and then, so there's so there's a lot of drama uh, on and off the field with her life, and then with with sort of the other coaches and 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 her sort of like a, assuming a position of authority in what is seemingly a man's world. Yeah, all that kind of stuff, right? So th there's lots of different like layers going on, right? So yeah, no, I was gonna say like it, even you know even just from the trailer and kind of episode one, I would say um, you know you've got scouting, you've got agents, there's gambling, gender equality issues, like it's covering a lot of issues yeah. here, which must be nice as an actor getting to deal with all these kind of different situations. Yeah, it, uh, for sure. It's, um, um, I, I really do think that the, uh, well, okay, so you and I are both West Wing fans, right? Yeah. Okay, so I, I am obviously of the belief that everything starts with writing. Sure. Anything that's it's it's really easy to screw up bad writing. That's fine, um, but you can't make a good movie or show without the foundation of really good writing. You can't do it. It's like a you know it's a foundation. It's it's impossible to do. And I really think that the strength of this show starts uh, with its writing. They um, there there are about six or seven main storylines. Mm -hmm. uh, that sort of are interwoven very well, but they all deal with different. Contemporary issues, right? Um, sort of delicately, right? I mean, they, they sort of uh, delicately. Maybe that's not the best word. Um, they thoroughly deal with them, but um, in a really smart, kind of articulate way. You know, they, they don't. Uh, and and um, there, there's a lot of gray in the show. The, the writing doesn't really take sides with a lot of things. It operates in areas of gray instead of being black and white, which is really interesting, right? So. So yeah, so there's lots of stuff. There's, there's gambling. There's, um, there's, there's uh, dealing with the process of um, racial inequality, um, gender inequality. Um, there is, um, uh, you know, marital issues. There's, there's first love. There's, I mean, there's so much stuff. Immigration, going on. even. Yeah. Immig immigration. Oh, absolutely, yeah. immigration. Yeah. There is, um, there's uh, um, the drama between sort of, you know, family ties and, yeah. and, and like, there's just all this kind of stuff happening. And, and, but that's. That stuff, it is great as an actor to get to play with that stuff um, um, because you don't always get that, right? And mm -hmm. so, so I mean, I really have to give credit where it's due and it, and it really starts with um, with our, our writers, really. And uh, and I guess the, the executives who conceptualize the show. Um, we were talking earlier about 
I mean, obviously we're interested in, in slightly why maybe CBC or the writers felt that we would use a, a soccer-related kind of background to the show. It's definitely not, I mean, like you say, the top four sports, um, it's definitely not, you know, top three. Uh, do you feel that that's maybe an effect because there is, there is a lot of growth in, the, in kind of soccer in, in Canada, the grassroots level, but also even, even at the club level? Yeah, I mean, um, we've got Canadian Premier League coming and, and developments like that. Yeah, like like why now? I mean, it's a brave decision, I think. Just just to, yeah, I mean, well, it, could, it I, could have been easy to just do it around hockey, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think I I think um, I don't want to put uh, I don't want to speak for um, uh, Kenneth Hirsch and Adrian Wills and Riley Adams, the, you know, the guys, the the the, the writers and the executives who conceptualized the show and pitched it and all that kind of stuff. I don't want to speak for them, but um, uh, I do know that it's really um, relevant right now. Um, soccer is booming in this country. It's also the most popular game in the world, yeah. right? So it's not going to hurt with um, uh, um, international audiences and all that kind of stuff. But I, I don't. I really don't think it was made for a... So it's, it's fertile, right? But I don't think it was really made for a business decision. I think it's because it's something we haven't really seen before here especially yeah. right we just haven't and it's and it's the MLS is taking off and Montreal is such a wonderful international city and it's got a lot of international flavor to it and so does the game and, and I just think that it's um, uh, it just hasn't really been done before and it's it's always interesting to sort of explore something new uh, so I I mean I think now is the perfect time to do that uh, you guys know better than I do that how much this sport's growing in this country right um so, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I wonder if soccer fans are excited for it. I mean, I don't know. I was, I was just about to say, I, I don't think we should really underestimate. I mean, obviously, that's not the main goal, but I don't think we can underestimate how many fans or, or views you might get just because it has that yeah. background. Obviously, there's all the drama yeah. attached to it, but I myself, I don't watch TV shows that much. But, you know, when Alex said, hey, watch this one, it's, it's, it's kind of based around, you know, there, there is a lot of soccer in there. Right. I thought, you know what, let me check it out. Because I'm trying to think now, even internationally, how many shows, I mean, there's a lot of movies, but how many shows are based on, on kind of a soccer theme? Well, the it's, movies are also terrible. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> talking about movies like Goal and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And like Beckham. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, that, that was, was okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I mean yeah. I'm, I'm a viewer that will watch this this whole thing because right. it has that connection and obviously the rest of it needs to keep me engaged because right. you know i'm not you know i can watch a soccer game but <laughs> it's obviously you know i can see that it will just from watching the first few episodes it's a way it's in nice. for you yeah exactly it's, it's a, a way, way in, in right yeah. and then and then and then the idea is sort of it's a way in for you and then the storylines sort of keep you engaged um throughout uh, and and you know it, it speaks to what you said earlier about how and i know i i, I you know i we had discussions about this with the writers and the executives, and <laughs> when you start to know about the characters, when you start to learn about the characters and get into their lives, that's when you start to give a damn about what's happening on the field. Right. Because when you know who, when you have the context of who those people are, right. it's that's when it's like you know in the movie like The French Connection, right? It's like car chase like that. It's like it only it's only tense and. and it, and it only really matters. The seconds only matter because you care about the people who are in the car, right? It's, that's right. kind of, and so um, I think that you know, soccer is going to be a, a way in for mm. probably some viewers who you know, if it was just a straight up drama, maybe it wouldn't have it wouldn't have sparked their interest or whatever. Um, but you know, like anything else, like Friday Night Lights, like take your, yeah. you, you sort of really get drawn in by the off the field stuff, right? Yeah. So like, it's just storytelling. It's pretty, you know, it's that's the stuff that draws you in. Well, I like we, we told you off mic actually. There's there's a reference very early, and this is really giving anything important in. important away. But right. ten seconds in, there's a reference to Malmo, which is a, a Swedish football club. Yeah, it's not particularly you know people know it because one of the world's best players, Latan Ibrahimovic. Right started his career there basically that's Other why people that, know it. yeah but it's pretty obscure and so from 10 seconds in as a as a soccer fan you're like ah, oh, that's something yeah. that like only someone right plugged into that world like, would like, know about and so it gets you you immediately. almost you almost enjoy that it wasn't a barcelona or a real madrid right. or something so generic or manchester right. united you're like let's just go and pick the biggest club yeah. in the world make people yeah. know what we're talking about yeah. it almost it was fun that yeah. it was chosen yeah. Realistically, 
It's not. It's not something that like a writer pulled up Wikipedia or something. It's like this. Yeah. Right. right. Like it's no, no. It's like it, there. There's a level of insight and research into the game and sort of that exactly that soccer fans would you know pick up on. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, for you, how did how did Twenty One Thunder come about? Uh, so, well, you know, like you, the start the way it usually works for something like this is um, sort of they do a broadcasting of the whole thing, you know, and you bring in a bunch of people. And I went through a couple line, a couple rounds of auditions, essentially. And I, I ended up getting like it was just I didn't know any of the executives. I didn't know any of them. I hadn't even worked with this network before, so like I. I literally just got picked out of the audition room, right? right. Um, and uh, and then I had an audition with um, the the director of our first two episodes, Jim Donovan. Um, uh, I still had a pretty lengthy audition with him. It was about forty minutes long, I think, or something like that. Um, and then uh, oh, you'll get a kick out of this. And then uh, and then and then there then I you know you don't hear anything back, and then I, I got a call like. And I think I was supposed to put, I think I was supposed to put um, a soccer tape together, like a tape of like me doing soccer, actually, <laughs> like, like before, right? right? Like before. And I just, I just didn't do it or like I forgot or I don't know, I can't remember. And then I got a call from, um, from my agency being like, they, they need to, they need to see a tape of you like, like doing today. something physical today. Right, right. Yeah. So like I haul my ass out of bed and I bang on Phil's door. So <laughs> <laughs> like one of my, my good buddies, Phil Moniz, he's all, he's a director, which just works out yes. great for me. Yes. <laughs> so I, I go in and bang on his door and, um, you know, and I'm like, Hey, you got, I need you to, to help me film this thing today. <laughs> and he's just like, Oh, I can. So like mosey on over the field and, um, and I never played soccer growing right. up. Right. Right. I played a lot of hockey, like very, Played pretty competitive hockey, but I never played soccer. So, uh, so that took a lot of patience on his part. <laughs> really, yeah, like, like, what did you do? Like, oh, what? nothing. Uh, nothing. Where do you get a note. soccer ball? You like you bought one? I mean, you oh yeah, like I had a soccer. Oh, I did, right. uh, Evan, one of one of my one of my buddies, he has like a he has cleats and a soccer ball. Right. He plays soccer. He's a cool. Um, but I just kind of went out there and Phil pulled out his iPhone and we just <laughs> shot this just awful, debaucherous <laughs> kind of like oh, just the worst. Thing in a row. and then that, so so then I just sent it off to them and just didn't hear anything back for like a couple weeks, and then I'm um, and then I'm sitting um, in my underwear on my couch watching Stranger Things, um, and uh, my agent called me and was like, "Yeah, you got the part," but it was like right as have you guys seen Stranger Things? Yeah, yeah, no, no you don't. I don't want to spoil it. It was like right by the climax, where, like L's by the wall, and so like I'm freaking out watching the show and I'm on the phone right. and like that's happening. And it's just like this kind of like crazy instance of like I don't even know what's going on right now but uh but then they're like you're off to Montreal in like two days I, I mean I, th nice. I think the horrible tape wasn't too bad you're playing a center back you're playing oh yeah know, listen so I, I'm not a I'm not a, I'm a, soccer's not my thing like, I'm not yeah. a great soccer player the, the, what we did is like I I um I obviously had to try and learn about the sport as quickly as possible um and I watched a lot of tape and I watched a lot of tape on what a center back does and yeah. sort of what his strengths would be, what his job is on the field, sort of how he would train, all that kind of stuff. And then, and then I, I just tried my best. I had like two weeks and they brought in really great um, coaches um, and, and consultants to train us. And we had two weeks to sort of, and I just tried as best I could to sort of make it look plausible, what I was doing. Right. Yeah, we, we wanted to ask about the whole like training thing. Did, did, did they bring in any soccer-specific yeah. training? Yeah, yeah, they did. So they, they brought in... Um, uh, a really great um, set of soccer coaches um, uh, that <laughs> has the daunting task of training um, uh, a bunch of us cast members who have no idea what we're doing. Some of the cast members are good soccer players, like okay. uh, RJ plays Nolan, he's a great right. soccer player. Um, Emmanuel Cabongo, who um, plays Junior Lolo, he's a really good soccer player, and obviously David Gatton. Yeah. Yes. Uh, David Gatton, Ryan Pierce, he, uh, he used to play professionally in Europe, so he's okay. Um, but um, does Scotland count as Europe? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, but then there's the rest of us. <laughs> it's like me and John and Andres out there just like just, ugh, just ruining the sport for everybody. <laughs> um, but uh, but so they so they but what they so we, we you know we went out also like they would give us a bunch of stuff to do in our in our downtime and so we would sort of go out as much as we could in our downtime um, 
together and sort of work on stuff. Um, but more so what they had to do is um, they had sort of these big, well, you guys have seen the first few episodes, right? So they have these, these big sort of soccer scenes, sequences, yeah. and they, there are critical moments in them. So yeah. they, they got to kind of rehearse them like a set, like a stunt, right? So in the couple weeks leading up to shooting, they would sort of, we would round up everybody. They would they'd do like a big rehearsal where they had um, all the team members there and then they would have camera team there usually. I think Mario was there the first time. They would have some of the camera guys there and, and, and stunt coordinator and all that kind of stuff and, and the 80s and, and we would sort of... Um, Choreograph these big soccer right, scenes, like dances. Right, like dance. It's exactly like dance, or like it's what I imagine like a fight. It was like what right. a fight sequence is like in a in a right. It's very similar. And so, um, so your job primarily as an actor, like my job is, I would love to be the best soccer player I can be. But mm-hmm. my my job is to be able to pull off the specific stuff that I have to do right. Right, properly. And that's also not necessarily. Um, What's more important than being a really good soccer player is looking on camera like you're a really good soccer player, and those are not the same things very often. Right. Same right. with, like, you know, in, in movies, like shooting a gun and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, very often it's different, right? Because you, you have to sort of hit a mark and you got to be able to do things properly and sell to the camera and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And so, so we ended up spending most of our time sort of like, I don't do a ton of soccer stuff just because the nature, like, I don't score many goals. My character, I'm a center back. Right. But, but I mean, there are specific things like I have to do a header and stuff like that and you kind of like I worked on that they would sort of be like this is what you gotta work on this is what your body is moving like right now we needed to move like this you gotta work on you know we have like I have like 10 days like on my own time to sort of like work on that kind of stuff and making sure I prioritize those moments yeah um, that's sort of what I had to do and but you know, we saw a scene where you kind of I think in the first few episodes you went up against someone like for a header and like a 50-50 mm-hmm. And I was watching that. I was thinking, you you kind of have to act your falling down. Like it's yep. not just like I mean, when you said that, it made perfect sense. Because, for example, me and Alex, if you say, okay, here's a ball, kick it over there, we'll put it over there. But like you gotta act it almost. Like it's like oh, yeah. I can get the ball there, but like can I look like I'm doing it right. for a camera? Right. Probably not. Like, yeah. It's yeah. Just like okay, well the ball's there, yeah, but you look horrible. <laughs> I don't. I don't want the shot. Yeah, it doesn't look. Yeah. You get you gotta sell things, right? right? And it, and and it and it and it feels ridiculous to do. Um, but um, it, it's 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 what works. I mean, these these guys, these stunt coordinators, the, um, the camera operators, they know what they're talking about, right? Like you need to sell particular things, and it's not going to look oversold. And all that, like it gets, it comes down to like frame rates and stuff like that, and how quickly they shoot things and all. Um, but um, uh, but yeah, so so it gets kind of technical with that kind of stuff. Right. Um, um, but you know, they had. They did such a great job with us, and we just tried to not, not screw it up. <laughs> well, I wonder, I mean, that just made me think. Like, I wonder when you, um, you know, I'm sure you've seen videos of Cristiano Ronaldo taking a free kick. Right. And he does the power stance, and he does the heavy breathing. And, like, you could say that's his routine. That's what mm-hmm. he needs to get focused in the moment. Or you could say maybe that's a similar thing, and yeah. it's basically a branding exercise. Right, and he's He's well, selling it. Well, right? absolutely. I mean, some of the some of the quote unquote hate that Cristiano might get from fans is that they feel he does oversell it. It's like right. almost like you are acting slightly for the cameras. You know, Zlatan right. does it. You have some characters that do it. And people, oh, he loves the drama. Yeah, he loves the drama. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He'd make a good actor, that guy. <laughs> I'm sure he'd. I'm he'd, sure he'd, he'd, he'd do a cameo him. if you asked. Oh, he yeah, already yeah. did. Didn't he already do a movie for his own movie? Right, he's in there quite a bit. I mean, he filmed his own documentary. Oh, really? Ronaldo I haven't seen had, it. Yeah, Ronaldo had a movie recently. Oh, that, oh, Ronaldo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he filmed his own... Well, it's like his, his life story, but he's still playing. Like, I don't like know. an auto-documentary. It's yeah. weird. There is, there are some <laughs> it's really... all selfies. That's not, <laughs> that's not self-indulgent at all. Yeah. <laughs> there are these really awkward scenes with his son where he's like pressuring him right. as a seven-year-old to do push-ups and stuff. It's, yeah. It's yeah, bizarre. It's bizarre yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but okay, uh, so we're talking about practicing soccer and and, mm-hmm. and what have you, and the people that you had training you, and you right. mentioned Ryan Pierce, who plays Davy Gunn, yeah, yeah. Um, who you got to impersonate very early on. You got to do a little Scottish accent. Yeah, Davy Gunn. Oh, did I in the show? I yeah, 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 did I? Or it sounds like it. Yeah, least. no, I probably did. Yeah. yeah. Okay, man, we should. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay. doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, people will discover it for themselves. <laughs> yeah. um, but so he's an ex-professional footballer, as you yeah. said. He used to play in in England, or sorry, in Scotland. Yeah. Um, so was he involved in training? 
you or was he just acting like oh he um well yeah i mean like so first of all ryan's just such an awesome dude like he's and he's a hilarious guy too he's like one of the funniest guys i've ever met but he um um he, like uh, the guy is just an incredible soccer player, right? So like I would ask him stuff all the time, and he would just you know, but he would absolutely like help me out any pointers, like you know. But um, but he's also getting he's 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 fairly new to acting, right? right? Um, which he so like he he takes it seriously. He's a competitive, right. obviously he's a pretty competitive guy. If you you know, <laughs> you would have professional to be, soccer, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're not one of. The, um, so so he was really focused on the acting side of things, um, which um. Uh, you're gonna see in the show because I think he's I think he's awesome in it. Like I, I really I really do. From from the stuff I've seen from working with him on set, like he, he's a he's a he's a good actor. He's left he, an impression in the first two episodes. Yeah, oh, and girl. he's yeah. I think he's gonna be a guy like, that you're gonna notice in the show. And he's a, he's a really good actor, and he put a ton. Uh, you could tell like he just put a ton of work in, and uh, and it shows. And uh, he's not the kind of guy that does anything half-assed. Um, uh, but you know he's also he he's also I don't know if I should I don't know if I should be saying this but he's also like he's he doesn't play soccer anymore right. right he's retired so you know he's a guy who played professional soccer because he's just like there's soccer balls everywhere open pitch right. like nets go like all just kick around all the time and there's nothing to do on set but wait there's nothing but time. And he would just sit in his chair and like, he was just like, he just doesn't even like, he's not interested, not interested in kicking a soccer ball ever again, like ever again. He's just like, I don't know. I don't care. Like I'm on the next thing in my life. Right. Right. And he's just ridiculous. Like I I did see him out there every once in a while. Right. And he would like, just like kick the ball from like behind his leg, just like 50 yards. And it's just like, I can't, I, you know, like, oh man, I hit the ball that hard and my leg just breaks. Right. Um, but he, he, uh, he was very... Like, he would, you know, like, it's one of those things where, like, he would just, I would ask him a question about something, and he would just, like, tell it to me. And <laughs> just, like, sitting in his chair, like, do that kind of thing, right? Like, uh, it's hilarious. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, but he, 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 anything, anything you needed from that guy, anything you asked him about, about soccer, like, he, he was, uh, he was on it. And the guy, and, like, I just, there were day like, every once in a while, he would just kind of, like, get up and just, like, strike a ball. And we're all just, like... Yeah, like, <laughs> you can see the form. The yeah. form is right. Like, yeah. it's just like, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, I haven't done that in like two years." It's <laughs> like, go to hell, man! Like, seriously, have you seen my video? Yeah, it's like, go to hell. Like, yeah, that's uh, great. I can't imagine getting to the point where like there's a ball there and I don't want to. Oh, go yeah, but you know what? That's not. That's not. And I don't want to like. Um, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to speak for him. And like, probably like the guy doesn't hate soccer. No. Honestly. But but um, he's focused on. But the yeah, but he, he. But like clearly he was. He he's not like. He's not like a kid in a schoolyard where it's just like right. when you see a ball, you're just there, right? Like. Um, and that's not uncommon at all no. for ex-professional athletes. He's like, played a lot. Like we haven't. Like we we feel like we want to get every minute possible. He's he's done. There he's are shit. there are so many professional athletes that when like when they're done, they're oh, done. Yeah. Like um. Like uh, hockey player Eric Carlson was was uh, interviewed not so long ago, and they're like, "What are you gonna do after?" You know, it's like might be the best player in the world right now, top three player in the world. Yeah. And they're like, uh, "What are you gonna do?" Like, and and by the way, in the off season, he doesn't play hockey. Right. right. He um he, he's like the only guy who doesn't. He goes Probably back doesn't to watch it. Just like yeah. he goes back to Sweden, he plays soccer. Right. Straight yes. up. Uh, and I'm sure he's really bad at it. <laughs> the guy's just like a freaking nature. But um, but they're like, "Yeah, what are you gonna do after hockey?" And he's just like. Uh, I don't know, but something that has nothing to do with hockey. Right. Like, what? Like, you're going to get into management? Like, the sense of, I'm sure yeah. you'll be, like, a sense for life. And he's like, I just don't really, like, when I'm done, I'm going to be done. Yeah. And that's not an uncommon thing. Because, like, when you end up doing it for a living, I assume, like, the romanticism of it probably gets taken away. Mm. Like, it, it just really is your job. And yeah. when you're retired from your job, you don't want to do it anymore. Well, right? yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, you know, obviously we follow the game very closely. And there are some players that do it. Right. And the love never goes away. And it's absolutely their passion, and they become coaches immediately, and they stay involved. And there are some players who have no interest in it beyond it's a job. There was a player that used to play for Tottenham Hotspurs, um, Benoit Asuakoto, who famously had no idea who his team was facing until he showed up and the game started. Like, he just wasn't plugged in at all. Right, right, right. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting kind of dynamic. Do you guys uh, get to watch any... Any MLS games, maybe uh, Montreal or so. Uh, we 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 played at um, 
uh, Saputo Field. Right? Nice. Right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Saputo. Um, yeah. Saputo. Yeah. Um, uh, we played there and we and, um, and then we shot all of our locker room stuff at the Big O, which was great too. Mm. Um, right on the eve of them setting up their, their match against TFC, where they couldn't paint the lines properly. Oh, <laughs> that was that amazing. One. Oh, that was incredible. We saw them setting, at, setting up that field. Like, I, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was like nice. 20 minutes delay of like, sorry, right, scrub that out. So, but like, oh, here we go. Was it deliberate? <laughs> I, like, they were, we were there, we were there like in the bowels of the Big O like a couple days before, two or three days before and they were like putting down the turf and like so, uh, they weren't paint. I don't know. They weren't painting, but but um, but we didn't get to any. We didn't get to uh, any um, impact games. Uh, we were you know shooting, and then it has to do with like when they're home or away and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Right. So, um, but I came right when I came back, is when uh, TFC went on the run and beat um, Montreal. Yeah. So I was at the game cheering for TFC, of course. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was at the game when they uh, beat the Impact. Uh, and beta short that had like just a crazy crazy game um uh i was at that game and then i was so we, yeah. and then i was at the finals game when they lost oh man yes oh, us too we was were. that the coldest night of your life oh yeah probably my it was toes, horrendous like, I, i'm missing yeah. a few toes still from that night it was i can't i can't yeah. believe the save oh yeah that, oh, yeah that, off oh. altador's header oh yeah, my he, god i was right there, there too and yeah. i was i uh but you know i gotta tell you though that was that was uh, that drove me crazy. That drove me absolutely <laughs> crazy. What was the thing? Didn't didn't they not have a shot after oh, yeah. regulation? Yeah, Seattle didn't have a shot. They have a shot after regulation. And they won penalties. What a joke! Whatever. Yeah, it, uh, was, it was horrible. horrible. But, but okay, th- th- this ties perfectly into my next question, which is: y- you profess that you weren't a soccer fan really before mm-hmm. this. Right. Are you one now? Has it made you more interested, less interested, the same? Oh, definitely more interested. Okay. I, it's and for me, I don't know. For me, it's uh, so I I follow too many sports. Yeah. So I was like, all I do is listen to sports podcasts all day, and uh, and like I'm a huge hockey fan, and I'm a huge baseball fan, and I'm a huge NFL fan, and I just like I just don't have the time. But but um, so I never really let soccer in because. Um, I didn't like uh, I played hockey really competitively so like that was a big part of my life that, that sort of had took up a lot of time and so um, I didn't fully understand the game of soccer that well like the the, the idea that it, it really is um, a chess match and sort of how how sort of elegant um, what people look at as sort of like slow non-offensive soccer is People who don't know it, like don't understand the skill that goes into sort of um, watching that chess match play out. I learned way more about that stuff when I uh, came onto this project. Like I, I, I watched a ton of video and I watched a ton, of, and then I and then I started playing and um, and uh, and all the guys that sort of are on the team that make up the team that aren't just the main cast members, right? But the other sort of background actors that are all really great actors, but really great soccer players as well. Like I would just watch these guys play and like sort of be playing on the pitch with them. And I just really started to understand like when you get in it, when right. you play it, you understand how diff, how, how much of a chess match it is mm. and like how that's what the game is. The game isn't like offensive opportunities. It's like ball control possession. And so I have a much greater appreciation. And then TFC, like being in that building for those two games, it's gotta be the craziest, loudest sport yeah. event I've ever been at. Yeah. And so, so for me, that was like, uh, yeah, that, that got me into it big time, like yeah. big, big time. So I'm much more of a soccer fan now than, than I was. The biggest thing we usually get from, um, I mean, especially if you play soccer, obviously you weren't in that position in the show, but we, we always get the whole, when people try soccer, it's always like, it's much more tiring than I think it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, it's just because you are running around for 90 minutes, it's short bursts, it's, there's no rolling subs. And that's the one thing I always get from people, they go, I, like I'm yeah. dead. Yeah, like I was right. like, I did not think it was tiring. I thought, you know, whatever, it's not a big deal. It's, you know, there's no huge contact, like everything's fine. And right. that's the big thing I always get from, from mm-hmm. people. Yeah, it's it's exhausting. Right? Yeah. It's, and it's also, it's a different kind of stamp. Like, so, yeah. so uh, I play hockey a couple times a week. Um, I've always kind of played hockey growing up, but I, and I still play it. And I played it sort of up to when I got cast on the show. So like, the endurance playing hockey is different. It's like go crazy for 35 Intense, seconds yeah. and stop right. on a dime and then let that lactic acid burn and then go crazy and stop and, and then get off. 
Right. And then you sit for three minutes and tighten up, which is great. Right. <laughs> and you get yeah. back on and you go crazy for 90 seconds and you come off it. And, um, and it's just a different kind of stamina, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I, I got out there and was just sort of like playing soccer with these guys and I was like, I'm dead. Yeah. Like, I'm my dead. Brain. And like, I'm not somebody who like doesn't, I'm not somebody who like sits on his ass all day. Like I go to the gym and I play off and I was mm-hmm. like, I, I can't breathe. Like this yeah. is, I'm just a puddle out here. <laughs> like, yeah. And, uh, and, and it's just, yeah, because you never stop running. And then, and then, and then it's, it's like, and then you get a little burst in between mm-hmm. where you got to go crazy and chase a guy for 45 yards or probably less than that, 10, 15 yards at a time and then stop and then turn around and then you, but then you still got to keep, you know, stay on your feet and stay. And it, uh, yeah, it's an exhausting sport. Well, yeah. what, is, what is it? How much do they run? The average soccer player runs? Love it. Like, I, I mean, 10K, I'd say a average. Game or something it, like a that? game, 10, yeah. 11. Yeah. It, it yeah. differs between leagues. Some leagues are kind of Positions more physical yeah. than yeah. others. But like in the English Premier League, for right. example, yeah, like 8 to 11. It's, it's average, average, but you can get like the people who really cover. You get the 15s and 16s who are just running around all, all time, day. You yeah. like, get the Ramseys yeah. and yeah. midfielders. Yeah. Midfielders who are just, I mean, yeah. not the sprawling thing, but but the new guy on the team, yeah. his position, he'd be running like yeah, crazy. 14K. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's, it's fun to see the stats after games sometimes you're like, but you know, on the screen, it just looks like you're going from here to here, like for 90 yeah. minutes, how did he cover oh. like 15K? Yeah. yeah, no, I know, I know. I know, it's, it's, it's tough. For sure, and the other thing I noticed, honestly, playing was like striking, like how hard you got. Like it's it's like hitting a golf ball, right? Mm. So or 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 if you like hit a home run playing baseball or something like that, or even playing hockey, like if you get it, if you connect in the sweet spot, like you can just hammer a puck. Right? Yeah, it's very similar. Like Same when you soccer. when you know you know. Oh, as oh, soon as you've hit it, you can't oh. feel it. Like right, when right. when it doesn't hurt, like when you hit it <laughs> and like you strike that thing hard, you're like a cut right in the sweet spot. And and you, you gotta kill this ball like you just kill this ball yeah. and like when it just doesn't spin when it just sit and uh, and so I, I think that a lot of people who don't play soccer like watching it like think that the ball's probably lighter than it is but like it's not that light it's it's heavy and thick and like you gotta hammer that thing. I, I right? think the big thing is also like people a lot of the, the top sports have been that you got uh, football like American football mm-hmm. um, basketball and baseball mm-hmm. the legs are just for running yeah. It's just for running. Yeah. I mean, other than the kicker yeah. and football, you only use your legs to run. You don't have to think about your legs. Right. You're only thinking about upper body stuff. And then you try and play football and you're like, well, I got to run, but also primarily do 90% of the activity using the same things. Yeah. So, you know, upper body, nothing really happens. Yeah. Like you're not doing it's much balance. up here. It's just mm-hmm. balance. It's maybe mm-hmm. a bit of strength, but it is that it's like when you're learning languages that don't use the alphabet. Right. Yeah. It's a whole different thing than oh, yeah. maybe going from English to Spanish because, you know, or going to English to Japanese, that would be, you know, crazy. Right, right, right. And uh, that's how I feel about football as well. When you go from all these predominantly top body, yeah. you know, sports to then a lower body sport. Yeah. I, no, absolutely. 100%. I was falling all over my, myself because <laughs> I, I never had to do that. Right. Yeah. Like court, like coordination and balance. And like, it's what you can tell like somebody who's like, had a soccer ball at their feet their entire life and like they 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 can do it's sort of like second nature it's like riding a bike or something like that and then you get you get me out there just like face first just like <laughs> no just an absolute gong show I'm but, but center backs are allowed to do that yeah so you're i fine. know you're okay. like no you're idea okay. what i'm doing they just do like, that at professional level just like yeah, fine get the ball away from me like put it over there yeah. get it away from me <laughs> and let me <laughs> act like i'm doing something here. you would be surprised at how many professional center backs play in exactly that <laughs> yeah, way yeah, so yeah, don't, yeah. don't worry about it at yeah, all yeah yeah um, so I, I think that was all the questions we have about the show. Um, it's you know it's dramatic, it's fun. If you love soccer, there are so many things in it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you said you might have a couple questions. Yeah. So about, uh, so one of the things I want to ask you guys because I was um, I so obviously like um, you know I had to learn a lot about the game. And it's it's interesting because I, I have kind of an objective sports opinion about this like with soccer right because I'm sort of new to it but I understand sport very well and I understand sort of the history of sport and where things come from and and how leagues are run and you know right. and so one of the things that I think the NFL does better than any league in the world because I I think one of the worst things that um, that uh, many professional sports have going for them is their tradition um, hockey's awful for it in this country like we get we get we have sort of these um, these uh, archaic rules um, that are based in tradition that don't really, if you objectively look at them, 
they can be changed and should be changed, but nobody wants to change things. Okay. And everything needs to be grandfathered in really slowly through the minor league, you know, through like in the AHL or whatever. You get a grandfather in all these stupid things and it takes forever to get things done. And the NHLPA puts up a fight. The players' associations right. put up a fight. All this kind of crap, right? Um, one of the things the NFL does better than any league in the world is they just change shit every year, mm. right? They just they just change it. Like they just do. They'll they'll right. like they'll they'll. Uh, the you know okay we need to protect our quarterback all right so that's just uh, a it's just a flag if you hit quarterback extra hard Done, right? Right. and there's no like oh but you know hitting your quarterback really hard has been a part of football for sixty years like if you don't want him to get hurt you should like sort of you know you should be pre- protecting the outside rusher better and it's just like well no but we, they're just our franchise guys they're um, we want this to be an offensive driven league for television and they just implement a rule like. Like reviewing pass interference, and then if it doesn't work, they just take it out the next oh, year. Right. Done, done. They don't give a crap. They just do this stuff. They don't bring it in through. They don't bring it in through high school systems in Texas. They don't do any of that stuff. Right. Um. This is going to sound really stupid. I don't understand why the hell in soccer there isn't a set clock. Uh, injury time is the dumbest thing in the world. Like it, it it's makes not true. Injury time is not true. Like it's no. actually not true. We we sat there with a stopwatch ourselves. And right. The half is forty five minutes. Did we? Well, I did. Oh. <laughs> and me, me and my brother actually did this. We were like, "There's always two minutes of injury time at right. the end of the half. That makes no sense. Let's actually see how much you play the game. And you play thirty minutes out of the forty five. So technically, there's fifteen minutes of injury time. Right. But the argument is that it's so tireful as is that if we stop and start. Mm-hmm. The quality will, by the end of the game, will just deteriorate. So you need those pauses where the ball goes out for a throw-in. You I'm need... with you. I'm with you. I, I'm I'm down for that. What I don't understand, like I'm I'm all for having injury time, and I'm all for sort of setting it up. Uh, uh, and and you sort of you come up with a number after 90 minutes, mm. right? Five minutes and 34 seconds, whatever the hell it is. You come up with a number. I, I'm with you. But when we get into injury time. Because like that's necessary, and otherwise you're gonna lose. A guy's gonna dive and try and yeah. like waste time. Waste time. Like I get it. Come up with a number the way it is. I never had a problem with that. The problem I have is, is it should there should be a clock that's five minutes and thirty four seconds at the ninety minute mark that starts, and when it hits five minutes and thirty four seconds, a beep, a buzzer goes right. and the game is over. Right. I don't understand the idea of of um, allowing. The last play. The last or, play. Right. So, like, if I'm if I'm up one nil in injury time, and you're trying to score on my team, and you can't get the ball over your own half, that's further evidence that I deserve to win, and you're not good enough. Like, right. I don't understand why the refs are allowing you the opportunity to have one more scoring chance. That makes zero sense. Like, it's it's and it's and I'm assuming it's just because it's the way it's always been. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a fair point. Is it's a totally fair point. There has been a proposal recently, um, which kind of combines both what you're talking about and behind your thing with a stopwatch, which is to reduce halves to half an hour, so right. that the game is an hour's playing time because right. that 15 minutes isn't being used for football. Right. And that so that combines the two things. You get the the kind of stop clock, and you get the not it it not being too tireful because right. you've only got half an hour. Right. I think I think that. In general, what you're saying also in general is what kind of differentiates soccer sometimes from the North American uh, sports is the fact that people like that soccer is raw. Right. They they like the fact that you know there isn't that beep. They like the fact that um, the referees there's no um, video replays. Yeah. They like that. Like that's a well, huge there is thing now, but well, it's very controversial. Exactly. Yeah. It, it took forever, like you said, to get it in. It took forever. The first thing that was implemented was goal line technology, which is you know did the ball cross the line right. out for a goal. So it's the major thing in soccer, right. a goal or no goal. That took forever to implement. Right, which it shouldn't have, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. And you thing now is about um, video replays. That's not everywhere. That's still. I mean. The challenges, the like coaches' challenges, yes, on, on fouls, and, and like the, the fact that there's a fourth referee outside that has a monitor and can talk to the main referee. Yeah, yeah. Because the game, the problem is the game is getting faster. Right. And the referees aren't getting more alien and less human. They're still right. the same people, but yeah. the game is just the players are in much better conditions. They play at a much faster pace, but the refs are still the same refs. Yeah. yeah. And and the funny thing is now that you now you have situations, and I think part of the reason that they're now starting to bring in like video referees mm-hmm. is because you've got. However many thousands of fans in the stadium, 
who have just seen the replay on their phone and have a better idea of what the correct decision should be well, the than problem. the guy on the field. Right, that's the problem. And every sport's dealing with this issue, right? Yeah. And it's why they don't show instant replays of controversial calls in the building. They never do. Like in in in, um, in hockey, they don't do it. In, right. Like in baseball, they don't do it. They don't show reviewable plays at the plate because people will go crazy, well, right? We, we saw that in a TFC game. In a TFC game recently, and it blew my mind. Yeah, I actually got physically mad. Like Alex will remember. Like I got physically mad because <laughs> yeah. I'm watching MLS, and I'm I really want it to be this great product. Mm-hmm. And then this happens. You know, there, there's, there's a call. They play the replay on the screen. The referee watches it. The referee it. watches it and changes his mind. Like on the jumbotron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm just like <laughs> that is. But did he get the right call? Well, he changed his mind to the right call. Right. And. Regardless of whether it was the right call, it just it felt amateur. It was the lack of it was the lack of process, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the lack of process. But that process should be exist. Should exist. Yeah. Right. And like, so this is the thing that they're dealing with now, right? Which is like, um, uh, in baseball uh, and 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 in like in hockey with the offside rules and stuff, they're like, well. The problem is that human error has always been part of the game, and yep. if you start reviewing everything, then uh, if you start reviewing everything, then the game slows down too much. Okay, well then, what you should do is make sure your process is faster, yep. right? Like that's one. Make sure your process is faster. Two, uh, you know, like you shouldn't be able to challenge every play if you're a coach. Like in hockey, they got a thing where it's like, oh, you lose a timeout. Well, okay, that's fine. But if you want to actually speed this up and make sure that coaches don't waste challenges on non-consequential stuff the penalty should be a penalty right, right? like you got like, like there's ways of doing there are it processes too, right? to make this better but like i fundamentally don't disagree with the fact that a ref blew a call reviewed it right and changed it to the right call right yeah. just just like that's what tennis does that's right with the with the that line hawkeye model, yeah right? with hawkeye the yeah. big thing as well is that soccer as a sport is now just so full of money right that Ale- this is a point alex always brings up which is a right call or a wrong call could literally cause you. I mean, we in Europe there's relegation and promotion, and it could literally cause you a hundred million dollar swing in one way or the other. Right. Like it's that important to get that call right. And as the sport gets more, you know, there's a lot of on the line financially. It's almost like people are pushing more for the right decision because totally. if I've won the game. Yeah, I should win the game. Right, right, right. As opposed to, did the ref think I win? I won the game. Right, right, right. You know, right, like yeah, it's yeah. really my it's my effort, not the ref's effort. Like yeah, it yeah, should yeah. be counted at the end of the day. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the argument is always the big soccer argument is always that it's for the people, it's for the lower classes, it's for the you know, it's, it's, color, it's yes, yeah, it's yeah. not expensive to play. It's yeah. very accessible. Yeah. All you need is like two rocks and a ball. Right. Like the more soccer gets, kind of more like the North American sports where yeah. it gets more expensive to play, more expensive to implement. It, that's the argument some people have is that you want to keep soccer for the blue collar for... Yeah, yeah I, I'm with you. And and, yeah. what the, and that's one of the things that, I mean, obviously that I'm sure that's a reason why it's so popular here because, for instance, like hockey is incredibly expensive now. Like yeah. ice time is incredibly expensive now. Oh, it's uh, nuts. Equipment yeah. is not... Like it's just going to cost you thousands of dollars. And, uh, um, and one of the beautiful things about soccer that I do appreciate is that it's just so bare bones, like raw athleticism, like kicking a ball cannot be the, like it's just the most natural kind of form of whatever competition. Yeah. Like it, it, there's not, you don't need anything, right? Like you can play it on gravel, you can play it with rock, you, you just need a ball. That's you need a ball, you need something, you need. right? It, it originated, I, I believe, when like two towns would essentially like kick a rock yeah. Between them, yeah, yeah, and like exactly. whoever made it to the other town, absolutely, was like, like, yeah, yeah, it's like wins, right? Yeah. And, and it's like it is, it is the most sort of like it's the sort of the purest form of competition I think we have, other than maybe the hundred hundred meter dash or something, right? Like that, right, right. Um, fighting, I yeah, oh yeah, I guess fighting, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, so I, I don't know, it's. Uh, no, it's a, it's an interesting it's an interesting topic. Which and is a topic that is relevant. It is yeah. it is the whole video yeah. replay, the whole refereeing replay. Yeah, all and that. I I was amazed how long it took for them to implement the the um, goal line review stuff. Like I remember I saw um, I can't remember what play I saw something a couple of years ago. Like a huge and it was and it wasn't uh, it wasn't implemented. Like I did, I couldn't believe that they could didn't. Have been, could have been the England Germany. Could have been. It was it yeah, was yeah, that yeah 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 yeah, goal, yeah that's exactly what it was yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, I couldn't believe that that wasn't like a process that they had going at like the highest level, right? Wasn't the yeah. World Cup or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, so yeah. I, and I just couldn't understand that. I was like, I, that's I don't get it. Like they, I don't know. Whatever. And, and the funny thing is that like that happened in the final of the World Cup in 1966, and people have been literally been discussing it since then. Oh yeah, yeah. how did you know? We only just fixed. Yeah, how did you know? Some people don't want the discussion to go away. Yes, right. That's basically yeah, yeah, what it comes yeah. down to. You want the discussion post game. Right. You right. want to have analysis. You right. want to have a debate. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. I guess there's nothing. All, all that sports radio. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. What are you gonna say? It's so funny. Like the narrative. The narrative of a sports talk radio is always like it's always way better when the hometown team is garbage yeah because there's so much material yeah. like you just rip on people and it's like when things are going great it's, it's, you, need it's not, it's, you need yeah. controversy you need conflict right yeah, like it's true, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that that wraps us up yeah. um, if you want to remind people again just so uh, 21 Thunder premieres um, on CBC um, at 9pm on July 31st which is this Monday and I think it's going every Monday um, for a bunch of weeks after that at 9 um, and then you can also watch it's on iTunes too cool internationally you can stream you can, it yeah you can watch it interna- you can stream it on cbc.ca uh, and as the episodes come out um, you'll be able to stream on cbc.ca and you can also get them on iTunes you'll be able to sort oh. of like watch this season on iTunes um, for uh, internationally because you know internationally you can't watch cbc.ca because, right right um, so uh, so yeah so I mean check it out I mean I'm I'm excited for it we Wicked. we pod every Monday from around seven to nine so we're probably gonna pod then huddle around it for an hour there it is there it is yeah, it is, yeah. and uh, Do a little pregame exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. and, and, pregame podcast and yeah. just so people know as this is an audio medium what is your character called and what's like a defining uh, physical characteristic uh, I'm the guy with the mohawk yep um, correct <laughs> is that what you were looking for yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the guy with the mohawk who um, his name is uh, well his nickname is Big Snacks but his name is Stefan Arnaud um, and uh, yeah and I spend I think uh, probably half of the first two episodes naked yeah, I, 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 I saw that I saw that so yeah so just look for the naked guy with the mohawk Cool. Get out of my so, bathroom. Uh, yeah. yeah. You'll see. <laughs> so, so you're watching the first episode with your parents, I assume. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> pretty All right. much. Kevin, thank you very much for joining us. And hopefully we'll catch up with you maybe after season one. And we yeah, can, we any, can yeah, anytime. Talk yeah. about it. All yeah. right. 100%. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thank you. Thank you for downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at under underscore the kosh. And for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to underthekoshblog.com.